The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Flooding in Buchanan County last week destroyed 33 properties and caused major damage to 32 others. That's according to an initial assessment done by the Virginia Department of Emergency Management and county officials. VDEM says this is the first step in the process to help Governor Glenn Youngkin determine if the amount of damage meets the standard for requesting federal assistance. Additional surveys will need to be done by other agencies, including FEMA, before the governor can formally request a major disaster declaration, which would allow Virginia localities to receive aid from the federal government. Thirty-six people in central Virginia have been arrested on charges related to sex trafficking. Law enforcement from Chesterfield, Hanover, and Henrico County took part in the investigations, which included an online sting operation. According to Chesterfield Police, the three dozen individuals arrested are from across the region, including Disputanta, Petersburg, and Richmond, among others. The charges also include solicitation for prostitution, possession of a controlled substance, and possession of a firearm by a person with a felony conviction. Richmond City Council and Mayor LeVar Stoney have reached an agreement on collective bargaining for city workers. Patrick Larson has more. Council members held a special meeting in City Hall to announce that months of negotiation with city officials and labor representatives have concluded. The council, which supports the proposed collective bargaining framework unanimously, will vote on it next Monday. If passed, the ordinance would allow unions to represent city workers in contract negotiations, though getting organized will also likely be a long process. Labor advocates say this will give workers more power over their compensation, benefits, and more. Patrick Larson, VPM News. A state law passed in 2020 gives local governments the option to grant public employees collective bargaining rights. Norfolk City Council will vote on a resolution today that aims to refocus Hampton Roads Ventures' money back to Hampton Roads. Hampton Roads Ventures is the Norfolk Housing Authority's investment group. Ryan Murphy from partner station WHRO has the details. Independent Norfolk reporter Jim Morrison revealed last year that Hampton Roads Ventures built hundreds of millions of dollars in housing all over the country, but it spent less than 15% of that in Norfolk. And they have become a tool for other localities to spur economic development and to create change. That, That work has not been done here. That's Norfolk Mayor Kenny Alexander. The primary directive of the council resolution will be to boost investment locally. Hopefully, you know, this will force them to bring those tools, bring those resources uh, to the table when Norfolk and other cities in Hampton Roads are uh, structuring economic development projects and initiatives. The resolution is also expected to direct Hampton Roads Ventures to keep city officials apprised of how the group is spending its money. Council members criticized the investment group because they never got any reports and say they had no idea what Hampton Roads Ventures was up to. That was Ryan Murphy reporting. A New York-based developer is expanding the scale of its proposed project in Richmond's Manchester neighborhood. The firm's initial plan had called for twin 13-story towers, 
According to Richmond BizSense, its new proposal expands one tower into an 11-story L-shaped building and raises the height of the second tower to 17 stories. Dave Gott from Legend Brewing Company told VPM News these changes will greatly impact the views of the city skyline for businesses and residents. For us, it's extremely disappointing. We were hoping that there would be a partner like the original partner who was willing to work with us and uh, understood the importance of this view to us and to the entire area, to be perfectly honest. If the firm secures a special exemption from the city, the proposed second tower will become the tallest building in the neighborhood. The Richmond City School Board is deciding where to keep some school buses after a garage burned down last month. One option is in Chester. It would cost more than three times as much to lease the site compared to a proposed Richmond location, which RPS officials are backing. But the Richmond option doesn't have a fire alarm installed, and getting a new one could take months due to supply chain shortages. The bus depot that burned down also did not have an alarm system. People from around central Virginia gathered this weekend to celebrate the Hanover Tomato. The festival usually draws thousands of people, but it hasn't been held since 2019 because of the pandemic. VPM News intern Catherine DeRosa checked it out. Despite the heat, families walked around with kids and dogs on Saturday morning at Pole Green Park in Hanover County. People were catching shade under tents, eating sliced tomatoes topped with salt, pepper, oregano, or basil with a side of mayonnaise. That's where I found Gary White and his family. Oh, I just love to eat them on sandwiches and sometimes fry them if they're green. We usually get you know, either a bag or a bushel uh, to go and take them home, pass them out to the rest of the family, enjoy them for about a week or so, and that's about it, because you know, they won't last long. Ryan Detweiler moved to the Mechanicsville area around four years ago. While he's a newcomer to the festival, he and his family are no strangers to the famous Hanover tomato. We're not purchasing any here because we have so many at home right now, so we, have, we eat tomatoes pretty much every day this time of year. Organizers say Detweiler and White were among the 10,000 people who attended the festival this weekend. Catherine DeRosa, VPM News. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.